Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Welcome to another Summer Stunt Series episode of The Chaser Report where we look back on some of the glory days of Chaser Stunts now that we're all old and middle-aged. Charles Firth is here, I'm Dom Knight, and Andrew Hansen is at the plate once again telling us about some of his uh, highlights and lowlights from particularly The War and Everything but some of the other series as well. Hello, Andrew. Hello, this is nice to just catch up on a, on a summer and have a bit of a chat about old times, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, a lovely, it's a lovely thing to do. Yeah, and, and of course we're not recording this in December. This no. Is, you know, we're all coming into the studio each day to record these. So how has your January been so far, Andrew? Oh, look, it's been the best, best, most summery of Januaries. Mm. Let me tell you, the first was brilliant, the second of yes. January, that was a good day too. Oh, that was great though, yes. Did I you enjoy the third or...? Well, absolute cork up. Nothing, enough, no yes. criticisms to make so mm. far of the of the January we're having. Mm. I hope, yeah, I so hope you're having a good a, January at home. It's been a bit too. about the wet weather, though, hasn't it? Well, or or dry weather if it's and might, the dry if weather. Yeah. Uh, if, if only it was, was going to be dry. Yeah. For today's episode, we're going to take a look back at one of Andrew's most beloved characters, the crazy warehouse guy. That's in a moment. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. Andrew, you did a lot of these, didn't you? I did a lot of crazy warehouse guys. Yeah, yeah. There used to be this type of TV commercial. Like, I mean, if you're listening to this and you're below a certain age, you've probably never heard mm. of these TV commercials. Unless they, you live they, in regional Australia. Where, where, oh, they might still be like on people there. People who own discount stores still record their own ads. <laughs> Do they still? But people who own discounts they may do. well. Yes, and particularly Persian rug warehouses and things like this. And they would they, they used to have a voiceover artist who would literally scream into the microphone. And <laughs> and the, the louder it was, the bigger the bargains. Wasn't that the logic? Yes, were like the bargains, 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 huge bargains. They would literally scream like this into the microphone. You, it was the most annoying and horrible ads, and they were always on late at night. <laughs> And I think um, and somebody had the idea that it would be funny if one of those voiceover artists, if we got a glimpse into his life, and then he walked around speaking like that all the time. Mm. <laughs> that that I mean, was a lot just of the his normal was, voice. A lot of the wall was, here's a sort of premise, let's just use it in 20 different places. It um, was, it, yeah, a lot of it was. That, yeah, like, what if that, that guy or that... I mean, there, there was even a, where, where can you take a horse? Yeah, the Trojan horse, that was great fun. Um, no, not that, there was a real horse. There, there was... No, no... Where can the, you take a real horse? A real horse? Was, yeah, there oh, was, yes, we, that's yeah, right. Don't you remember, Tommy? Yeah, we, yeah. Which I, I think, because Chris Taylor finds horses very he funny. He does, yeah, yeah. And I think he had this idea that it would just be funny to take a horse into different shops, um, So, which is what he did. <laughs> I mean, where can you take Mr. Darcy was another one of... <laughs> where can you... Yeah. That, that was so, another so much one. of it was where can you that take a... One. Insert no, it comedy was, ID. it was. And I did, I did one, uh, you know, wouldn't it be interesting... I noticed in American soap operas, that a lot of people, when they talk to somebody else, they have their back towards them. That's and I, right. I think, it's, I think it was a camera trap. I think it was so that, you know, both actors could be facing towards the camera mm. and you'd see somebody over the other actor's shoulder and there'd be someone in the foreground having a meaningful, you know, deep and meaningful conversation saying, you know, I don't know if we can go on like this. Um, 
I mean, if the Prince of Morocco never returns, <laughs> then, <laughs> you know, or whatever it is. And so I thought that would be funny too, to just turn up on buses or walk into shops and, and, and engage someone in a conversation <laughs> and then immediately turn around to face the opposite way and continue talking to them. Um, and it, it, it turned out to be quite funny because people don't walk away. At first I thought, would they just walk away? But, mm. but they don't. If you walk up to somebody... And face to face, say, "Oh, hi! I just, like, I'm just wondering if I could ask about." And then you turn around mm. and just <laughs> deliver the rest of the conversation facing the other way. They, they don't, they don't leave or anything. Like they, they, you've engaged them, and they yeah. stand there and patiently try to talk to you, <laughs> to your back. That's right. <laughs> a, human beings are so funny because <laughs> we're so polite, and we don't even question. Nobody, none of them questioned me yeah. standing there with my back to them for ages. To- and the beauty of the show was, if they did, you'd just cut them out in the edit. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. If you didn't get what you want, yeah, cutting room floor, cutting room floor. Yeah, no, but anyway, just, back to the crazy warehouse guy. Yeah, because this was just such an enduring thing because it's just such a funny voice and it's so completely like you're talking about the politeness of humans. The crazy warehouse guy is so completely socially inappropriate and yet people still feel they've got to interact with him. Yeah, well, they sort of did. Yeah, you you do rely on on people's essential politeness. And the the first ever outing that the crazy warehouse guy had was to, into a McDonald's because uh, that, that often seemed like everyone knows McDonald's. Mm. I think we often went into McDonald's to do things. We did to we? the point where um, the ABC actually said, "You've got to stop doing stunts in McDonald's because we feel like they're getting all this free promotion." And it made no sense. We were annoying them <laughs> time and time again, and somehow that was helpful to them. I don't know. Well, but yeah. yeah, it's a relatable place. Mm. You know, everyone kind of gets it's very public, uh, but it's also quite formal. Yeah, there are rules. <clears throat> there are rules. Yeah, it's 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 inappropriate to misbehave in a McDonald's, so it's kind of funny. So I guess that maybe made sense. And also, there was a McDonald's very near the studio. That's so. true. <laughs> it was really <laughs> handy. To Anything just pop that was out near the studio <laughs> was just used again and again. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I once, two. I once had a um, like media studies professor tell me that they thought that the Chaser was a sort of revolutionary breakthrough thing for multiculturalism in Australia because you know a lot of the stunts were done, you know, in. Asian language areas of Sydney, yeah, and you know, specifically depicted <laughs> depicted Asian sort of cultures and and people and it no, was really good somebody t- be, an academic thought that yeah, yeah, and it was because, like yeah, because because the ABC is next to Chinatown, <laughs> yes, and, 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 <laughs> it's it's sort of, and, it, and it wasn't a multicultural show, like it was full of white men. No, oh. it was mm. not at all but interacting <laughs> with, but, but and the making fact that we. Like, we occasionally talk to people who yeah. happen to be in Chinatown. The kind of camera yes. cannon fodder were, were non-white. Yeah. I suppose that counted as progress back then. It broke down, you know, Howard's Australia, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I oh, love wow. academics. I love academics. I wonder what an academic would make of the crazy warehouse guy. <laughs> so, Andrew, which one have you chosen? Which one have you chosen for us? I'm, I'm sure well, linguistics thought, uh, professors would actually break down the crazy warehouse. Yeah, guy. I'm sure there's PhDs on crazy mm, warehouse. Crazy guy. warehouse PhD. <laughs> that is a sketch. <laughs> a crazy warehouse guy delivering like an occasional address at a PhD ceremony. Narrating. That would be great. His, his we PhD. Never did that. His PhD would be in all caps. <laughs> we should, yes, yes. I don't think we ever. We never had him shouting. We, we should have PhDs, PhDs, yeah. academic madness. We we should have had him do that. I can't believe we didn't think of that. Mm. D- turning up at a lecture. Yeah, you've got a PhD in gender studies. 
I think the one we the, the, I want us to, to listen to is his first outing, his first live out. His, his first oh, wow. appearance was actually just a parody of an actual rug ad. But the first mm. time that I went into a public place and actually shot him standing there and yelling, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the first one was was at a McDonald's, and it was one of the only ones where I didn't go with with a script because normally I would write or we would get together and co-write a, a, a script for him to deliver mm. somewhere. But in the McDonald's, I think because it was the first one, we just it was more of a let's go out and see, you know, what happens when he goes in and sh- just shouts in places. And I, I was able to essentially make the script by just looking up at the at the menu on the wall, and yelling it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what, that's that's what you'll now hear me do, uh, or hear the crazy warehouse guy do in McDonald's. Here it is. Hello, I'm fine. I'd like to order a meal, thanks. But I just need a moment to decide. I can't believe how many choices you've got here. Bacon and egg toy, chicken, Italian supreme, chicken tandoori, veggie pesto, turkey and cranberry, chicken Caesar, mustard, beef, big mac, quarter pounder with cheese, big chicken, fillet of fish, small value meal for only 5.25. That's 5.25. Unbelievable value, 5.25. That price is never to be repeated, 5.25. Salad plus, nothing under 10 grams of fat. That's 10 grams of fat. There's nutrition for you. It's absolutely amazing. You better grab it before lunchtime. I, th- I assume I was being escorted out during that last... The birth of an icon. The, I mean, the thing is, with, with McDonald's as well, is they would have had people genuinely like shouting at them at other times of day. Like, if you'd gone in there on 2 or 3 in the morning, <laughs> you probably wouldn't have been able to be heard over all yeah, the chatting people. they didn't. They barely batted an eyelid, the poor yeah, staff. They, <laughs> they, probably, they probably just went, oh, that's, uh, that's Joel, the regular. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. He's come in for his <laughs> usual order. Yeah. They probably had it ready. They probably had exactly that order ready to go. <laughs> to the crazy man. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. Am I right in thinking, Andrew, that because you were, um, you know, we we worked out what all these very carefully scripted, um, you know, lines for both uh, the Crazy Warehouse guy and the Surprise Spruker, the other somewhat similar character that you did. And didn't you just do them over and over again? If you didn't, if you got to the end, you just kind of went yeah, back to the that's start. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, you would, you would, yeah, because it's you know for TV, so so you want to get a few good takes. So yeah, I would normally just turn up to the place, deliver the script several times over, maybe maybe six or seven times, <laughs> um, and then we'd choose the best take. We'd you know that would essentially be like doing a take. I always just I felt that must have been even stranger for the people. Actually, yeah, oh, terrible and horrible for me. It's so time. awkward. So, because I'm a non confrontational person, and yeah, to stand there and yell that and then do it another six times in the same spot is, is a very humbling experience. But I think also your ability to, me- to memorize dialogue, which is, you know, far above everyone else in, in the team, <laughs> that then made Mr. <laughs> 10 questions work, didn't it? Because 
I don't think anyone else could possibly have remembered and sort of sequentially delivered the 10 questions in the oh, way that but you I did. Ch- I cheated with Mr. 10 questions, Zombie, cause, because he was a reporter character, right? Mr. Ten Questions. So, so it made sense that he could have a clipboard, oh, and I actually I made the I made the clipboard part of his part oh, of his appearance. Oh, that's right. Because they You're all had bursting their own wardrobe, the illusion. They? they had their own <laughs> little well. wardrobe and distinctive. I yeah, like you know, Spruker's hat. Spruker oh, always had look, the same hat. And I I don't want this to irritate you, Andrew, but. What was the difference between surprise spruce and crazy warehouse? <laughs> oh, look, everyone, everyone used to ask this. Everyone, and, and we didn't know, and I didn't really know. I think there was a slight difference, but but not much. They're basically very similar, and a lot of their they're, phrases, they're both had British accents. No, the surprise spruce is Australian. No, the other way around. The crazy warehouse, crazy warehouse guys, Australian. Sorry, the, sorry, Australian. Yeah, the, 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 sorry. What well, we just heard, the, yeah. yeah, the crazy warehouse guys, Australian, yeah. and the spruce. And then British. the surprise spruce was like the Gowings. Yeah, and Lowe's, like outside Lowe's and Gangs, there are always these guys with big microphone boxes doing that thing in live. It was extraordinary. And they've gone to, and and in Melbourne, um, it used to be at that that, that, that place uh, near the town hall on Swanston Street. Oh, Swanston Street was full of them, wasn't um, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's that sort of downstairs place, you know. Mm. And there'd be these sort of English guys, and for some reason, these Uh, these English fellows would stand out the front of the store, and they were a very, very persuasive sort of people who'd talk into microphones and say say the word madness a lot, I noticed. (laughs) Because I went out and researched how those spookers Mm. spoke by just listening to them for a few hours one day. There's different uh, catchphrases for each of them. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, uh, in the end, the Crazy Warehouse guy and the Surprise Spruker <laughs> did share a few catchphrases. They both <laughs> talked about madness and insanity and the yeah. boss going crazy. <laughs> and they both they both had great concerns for their boss's mental health. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and they also they also were very big on imposing midnight deadlines right. on these on their sales. Everyone <laughs> was always like, "You've got to be out there by midnight tonight." Or, or the Spruker would say, "You know, and they, they all have to be sold by midnight tonight." Uh, you know, so <laughs> they were pretty they were, similar. The Venn diagrams did intersect. But I remember Chaz and I were obsessed. Possibly Charles, we talked to you about this as well. But there was a guy outside Lowe's on um, on uh, Park yeah. Street in Sydney who would actually yeah. do this. And I, I remember him always going, "A sale for the needy, not for the greedy." That was his every moment. <laughs> he would just bring that <laughs> one brilliant, out. Brilliant, brilliant. Where did these guys go? I they, they've gone. Well, uh, no, you know what did them in though? It, what? Take triple C. No, no, because because somebody at some at some point in the nineteen nineties, mm. somebody realised. Oh wait, we could just replace all of them with a recording. Yeah, they had a recording for years. Of <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. In fact, I, like, I think how Melbourne... did they not realise that thirty years <laughs> earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because the tape was too expensive. Probably back then it was cheaper to just hire a British man. Hire a but it was always British. Do... And then when yeah. you watch Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. There's that amazing first scene where the guy's spruiking like stolen goods on the... And it's exactly the same patter. So somehow we got them directly from, from Cockney, Cockney London. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, no, they've, they've got it down pat. Uh, you know, they've worked out a great sales spiel that Australians never really worked out. Yeah. Oh, except, except for when we shouted like this, when we kind of borrowed this, you know. Did they ever meet? Was there a they sketch did, where yes. they met? I thought they, I remember yeah, that. There, yeah, there is a sketch. There's a climactic sketch where the crazy <laughs> warehouse guy meets the surprise spruker, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and they have a confrontation. And all the yeah, the common words <laughs> in a, get in used. a rug warehouse. <laughs> it, it, we, we shot it in an actual Persian rug warehouse. <laughs> At that point, you just can't really take the characters anywhere else, can you? That's just <laughs> well, that was it. I mean, we felt it had run its course. I think by then, you know, so it needed an ending, didn't it? 
It was you. You were never the bravest when it came to doing these sorts of stunts. It was always you, you hated them. Didn't you? I hated them. Hated hated doing them. And so did Chris. Chris Taylor. No, it was it was sort of. Um, yeah, Craig and Julian loved doing them. Relished, relished going mm. out and ups- upsetting people. Julian Morrow still does, as you can. <laughs> <laughs> if you've if you've been keeping up with the news, be, be careful. Andy. <laughs> but he, yeah, no one in the chase has sued someone else in the chase yet. But. <laughs> no, he's having That'd the time of his life to upsetting people out there, and I wasn't. I'm I'm very non confrontational, but mm. but I did like the, the the joke, so so I I would do something for the gag. I, but I didn't have a good time. I used to drink because I was so nervous. Did you? And actually, yeah, yeah. You know, I also get very nervous. Drink alcohol. Yeah, but I, well, I did. No, but maybe I should tell is you about that. that. Let me tell you about that, that in the next instalment. That should be a cliffhanger. Okay. That should be right. a cliffhanger. I, Andrew Hanson's okay, alcohol problem. Yeah, my, my booze yeah. problem on the Chasers War and everything. Stay tuned. And how would um, Surprise Spreaker plug that episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> booze, booze, booze! Absolute madness. Something like that. I can't. I, I can't do him anymore. I've, I've, I'm rusty, 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 rusty. I've completely. I've got. What is it? The uh, the voiceover artist has gone crazy and completely forgotten how to do it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. We'll, do, we'll get into that next time. Our gears from Road Microphones, and we're part of the Acast Creator Network. Another summer stunt series episode with you tomorrow. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.